Welcome to the second episode of the Wichita Life Podcast, where we highlight interesting people in or from Wichita. My name is Landon Huslig. I am the host of the Wichita Life Podcast and curator of the Wichita Life ICT Instagram. Our guest today is Lucas Hansen. Lucas graduated from Newman University, where he was captain of the soccer team. After his professional aspirations were sidelined due to an injury, he channeled his drive towards another avenue, app making. Lucas is the CEO of Feast, an app that he and his brother created to help people come together and find food and drink specials in the Wichita area. Without further ado, please enjoy my conversation with Lucas Hansen. Hey everybody, I'm here with uh, Lucas Hansen, and I'll just have you start it off and tell a little bit about yourself. So, well, I guess by now you know my name's Lucas Hansen. I, uh, I'm the owner, I think I'm here because I own Feast, which is a mobile app that shows pretty much local restaurant specials and hopefully more events in the future but right now local specials and um born and raised in wichita kansas went to went to high school here at cave mount carmel uh i went to the university of kansas for about two years and uh had a gentlemanly wake-up call that i <laughs> i partied too much or something like that and uh ended up finding my footing back where it all began which is with soccer and sports and that drew me back into actually finishing my education at Newman University and uh, I'm sure I'm sure you have questions about everything else so pretty much this this fell into my lap a little bit and I ended up dedicating a lot of my life to feast so awesome yeah I'm excited to hear more about it um so just back to the soccer um did you play at KU is do they have a soccer team so so KU doesn't have a soccer team they have a club team and I would I didn't play with them. My, my brother, who's the developer of our app, actually played with them. Um, but I didn't see their skill level as very high. So when I was already having worries about in my head about wanting to leave for certain reasons, just school wasn't going the way I mm-hmm. wanted, and I wasn't paying enough attention to my education necessarily. Sure. So I made the decision kind of to take a semester off reboot think about what actually mattered to me and what could advance me forward even though because like that's a weird stage like like when you're in college and people are like oh you have to you know right after high school you have to go to college it's kind of the mindset of a lot of people where I was at and I had no idea what I wanted to do I think it's tough to know at 18 yeah I started with computer engineering so anyway yeah I I switched from KU for whatever reasons but they did have a club team um, the skill level wasn't as high as what you're going to get at even a D2 or mm-hmm. NAI school. Um, I played at Friends for a short period of time, but I just didn't like the atmosphere. Um, it just didn't fit my personality, I think. Mm-hmm. But when I found Newman, I actually came on, and I can go into a little bit of detail. I, sure. I kind of just called him and I asked for a tryout. It was Cliff Brown. He's the coach okay. that's still there. And um, he, he pretty much just allowed me to be on the team. He was like, I remember you from high school. You're a pretty good player. He That's even cool. t- like people didn't when I played there. I had transfers with credit issues, so I didn't get to play the first year, and that kind of was rough. And I mean, if you have questions about that, the mentality behind <laughs> that is pretty insane. But um, he pretty much gave me a shot, and he honestly brought me into his office about uh, maybe two months into the season when I wasn't playing, but mm-hmm. I was still giving like a hundred percent effort. And he told me, he was like, I honestly thought you were going to come in here. I never thought that you would be any kind of game-changing player. And so it really, like, that brought up, 
I felt like I was in the right place at the right time. Right. You know, that work, feeling. Work out, yeah. yeah. That feeling between like not knowing what to do, but giving yourself a little bit of structure in school so that yeah, yeah. you find where you're supposed to be at that moment. So, That's cool. Yeah. So soccer was a really cool avenue for me and it got me through school. That's so. awesome. Well, it's cool to hear that you didn't just like give up. Like I know a lot of people yeah. that go to KU or K-State, party for a couple semesters or a couple and, years, and then they're done. And they're just, they might just stay there and yeah, just live the college life forever. It, but it, it, it is what people, it is hard to cope with. Like if you don't have that, the right attributes built up in yourself before, mm-hmm. like if you've been living with your mom and dad, which pretty much everyone has been till then, and then you're thrown into the deep end of KU. Right. Um, it's, it's really hard because there's something happening every night. And, oh, yeah. And there's stuff to do all the time besides school which wouldn't necessarily be the most fun for sure um and so you worked your way up to captain is that right yeah so actually in that meeting um he had just made uh john sensman captain uh the next semester he was going Mm -hmm. to make john sensman captain the old people leave and Mm -hmm. and i was there and it was funny because i hadn't played a game and john suggested that i be the captain and cliff agreed with it and he called me into his office and I was made captain. I hadn't even played a game yet. I just practiced. Pretty awesome. That's all it was. (laughs) Made a big impact then. Well, so if you didn't know that team that year that I showed up, they won zero games the whole season. Oh, wow. Zero. They went Oh, in like 17 or something like that. Something crazy. And so they were looking for some kind of a change. Yeah. They had, that had never happened. And they always talked about how we had about five players that were really good, but because of credits and stuff, they couldn't play. And, the next year with me and John as captain, we took care of a lot of the like political side and mm-hmm. like the gaining, growing like money for the team, like fundraising. Sure. Um, it helped the team a lot. And we ended up going to, I think, I think that year we were in the final for the wow. tournament yeah, for the really playoffs. Cool. And, um, we, we lost to a very good St. Edward's right. team, but, but hey, still that, going, that, from, just a big turn, yeah. going from zero to pretty much 99 is right. pretty good. That's we didn't go a hundred. Pretty but. good. Yeah. No joke. Um, and so then it kind of ended with a couple injuries. Is that right? You tried to go on a little bit further? Yeah, I, I remember I, it was really funny because the coach, Cliff, he had said something about not wanting players to get injured and playing semi-pro, which pretty much is NPSL. Um, I just call it semi-pro because people will ask what's NPSL. It's just yeah. a league that's below the professional leagues. Um, and I, I had a weird thing with the Wichita team here, so I ended up playing in Pennsylvania. Oh, wow. And the coach... I, I just remember this story the most was we had to stay in the coach's house the first night. And that very first night, the coach said, Stephen, who's the guy that I went with from Newman, Stephen Harris, mm-hmm. he's a goalie. And uh, he was like, Stephen, I love it that you're here. You seem really dedicated in this. And he said the comment, Luke, I know you're just here for fun and you're trying to have a good time. And that's, I didn't say anything in that moment, but I was sitting there like, this dude thinks that I traveled to Pennsylvania to play technically semi-pro soccer for fun and I just so the next day we had practice and I shut him off pretty much Mm -hmm. all those doubts were shut down he started me the first game to like throw me in the deep end and I took it by the reins and ended up getting the first assist of the season and played the whole game he ended up he had me and Steven directing warm-ups and stuff like that so it's almost like I was a captain there yeah yeah you talked about injuries, man. Have you ever injured anything? Like, um, I had Tommy John surgery freshman oh, year in okay, high school. So, so I, it was freshman year in high school, okay. so it's a little di- different yeah. than that level. But Well, well, so what ha- happened to me was I the f- – well, before then I had snapped my collarbone in half, so my shoulders have always been a little weird. Mm-hmm. Um, but what happened in Pennsylvania was about the, 
right before the third or fourth game of the season, my I stole the ball in a scrimmage mm-hmm. from the guy who subs me, <laughs> and he just took me out from behind. Happened to he happened to land on top of me awkwardly when my arm was out, mm-hmm. dislocated. But if you know anything about, I was playing in Scranton, and oh, yeah? Scranton, Pennsylvania. Literally, the only <laughs> thing they're known for is the office. Yep. I asked, and that's all they said. Um, but yeah, he he fell on top of me really awkwardly. And the other thing you need to know about Scranton, terrible roads, right? The roads okay. are awful. Good to know. If I ever make it down, it's make not it like there. Wichita. Nothing's a grid there. Mm-hmm. Like, um, so it took me about two and a half to three hours to get into a hospital and get it put back in. Jeez. So by that time, my arm was, you know, yeah. gone. Like for a lot worse at than least, it would have been. Least, yeah. It's not like on the football, like a like American football field where yeah. they can pop it right back in. If you get it popped right back in, there's not a lot of damage. But right. the awkwardness and, and that. So I, I came back, finished my last season. I tried out for a uh, one of the pro teams, uh, KC Sporting's second mm-hmm. team, and I was doing well, and then I got taken out by a goalie. I was chesting a ball, and he was behind me. Goalie took me out. He actually, I think he was going up to grab the ball, but someone on the bench said it looked like he slipped, and his cleats happened yeah. to hit my ankle. And Freak accident. Cracked, mm-hmm. and instantly I had a bowling ball on my foot, you know, and uh that that's where i i remember actually like getting tears and being yeah. like i think this is something that might actually change my plan because that, that was my plan right from there sure. uh, was re- that's where i was dedicating my time so that's right. my plan mm-hmm. um so you did come out of newman with a degree though right mm-hmm. um, yeah, which so, is business uh, yeah business administration okay. i originally was marketing mm-hmm. um but my dad had advised me at the time that if you're just marketing, it can kind of close some doors sure. just based Might on your resume. Yourself or something. So I got business admin. <clears throat> cool. Pretty much. Okay. Um, so then I guess jumping into your app, Feast, um, yeah. did you always see yourself getting into technology or app making or I guess did you have not, a plan after school? Not in the slightest. Outside so I, I honestly didn't think that would happen at all. I the jobs I had worked were like commission sales, uh, so because I'm a talker, you mm-hmm. know, so I could sell people stuff. First of all, I sold yeah. golf clubs and soccer shoes and all that sure. stuff. Made really good money, but then if you work sales for long enough and you don't have like a, a dying sales heart mm-hmm. personality, like um, it's really hard to stay in that environment for a long time. So I really wanted to move into the marketing world. I went to a bunch of job interviews after my injuries hated everything because I felt like I couldn't ever be in control of what I was doing. I right. felt like I was always getting, you know, like, like, uh, what's the phrase? Like someone's watching you pretty sure. much. Like micromanage. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the jobs, they would say that they're marketing, but technically they were just commission sales. They would say it's a marketing position, but you're right. paid off of what you sell. And I'm just like, okay, so not what you're looking for. Sales. Um, but yeah, I can go into the feast part. Yeah, I mean, jump right into it because it happened right after. Mm-hmm. So I went to all these job interviews. I honestly got a little depressed around that time because I was like, "There's nothing that really I felt was suiting what I wanted." I felt like I was back at KU, you know, and I was just held in a position where I'm like, "I don't know what to do," and I can't go back to soccer this time. Right. So, what is the answer to this problem? Pretty mm-hmm. much. Um, because I'm a solutions kind of guy. So Mm -hmm. it's like, if I can't find the solution in my brain, uh, that's really negative. Um, so my, my dad actually came home from a bar 
okay. is what happened in Andover. I won't say which one, but he got poor service and they, they didn't have the specials correctly, you know, displayed and and he just was was pretty pissed and he was like, you know, I'd really, really like if I could just flip open my phone, not have to search through Facebook and all this and and I'd really like to just flip up my phone and see the specials. That's all I want to do. And I was like, and I remember I was sitting at the kitchen table listening to him, and I just turned and I said, we could try to do that. Went downstairs. I stayed up till about 3 a.m. Um, took out my, I had a big art board thing. Mm-hmm. Started drawing up some designs and writing little uh, bullet points of like what we would, what we're trying to do, what we'd be about. And, um, yeah, it ended up the um, my brother's birthday was a few days later, so I was writing all this up for him because I said, you know, I don't have thousands and thousands of dollars to make an app, right. which Pay is somebody, what it costs. Yeah. If you want to ask that question, it's like, <laughs> man, it, it costs some money and it costs a lot of time. Yeah. So I couldn't do it without him. So I was like, I need to make this good enough that he says yes. But he has a full time job. He has a so family. it has to be really good. To yeah. Know. So it has to be good. So I remember. We pitched it to him on his birthday. He told me he was going to go home and think about it. I got, I think he slept on it, and I got a message at 6 a.m., and he was like, this is going to be really difficult. There's going to be a lot of stuff in our way, and I was like, oh, he's going to say no. And then the last sentence was, let's try it. That's when it started. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, a couple years ago, I dabbled a little bit with iOS programming, just a little couple games, that kind of stuff. And I mean, it's difficult. I had a little bit of programming experience from college, but learning a new language and then trying to build exactly what you're looking for is the perfect way to word it it's a new language uh i tried to do it too to just do simple fixes and stuff Mm -hmm. and in the amount of time it took me to learn it it took me still an hour to do something that sam could do in four minutes so i was like i'm gonna put my effort elsewhere do a bunch of research for sure Was there anything else like that, either nationwide or in Wichita? There's definitely things like it. Okay. Um, but we changed... I, I wasn't interested on... There weren't any that succeeded, is what I would say. They're all in one or two cities. Right. And they have a certain model to them that I didn't like. I was like, okay, why has this been out for four years? It looks like they have a lot of downloads, yeah. but why haven't they grown? Mm-hmm. Why has this one been out for one year and it's looking insane, but why haven't they grown? And a lot of that was just the little stuff, their pricing model there. Yeah. Um, um, the way that they make money is a big thing. Uh, the other thing is I think they got complacent, which is kind of like a like an entrepreneur's nightmare. Right. If, you get, if you get complacent where you're at, and maybe... Maybe that's where you're at, and you're comfortable, and it might have been what fine. they're going for, but yeah. yeah. But for me and, and my goals for this thing, I I saw that as an opening for me. I was like, okay, so what I'll do is I'll let that guy pe- be complacent. He better hope that he makes enough money by the time I get there. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> take over the market. Yeah, that's awesome. Luckily, they're in like Iowa and places like out in the Northeast and places like mm-hmm. that, but uh, they don't make updates very frequently, so I think they're dying out. Right. Yeah. So, uh, jump into that. So, you guys are currently just in Wichita, and then I think I saw something online, Australia? Oh, how, yeah. Where, how did that come into the picture? So, so, we had a buddy that played tennis in Oklahoma who was from Australia, uh-huh. and he just was really energetic about it, 
which I really like. Like that's the first thing I think I look for is someone who's energetic and really likes the product. Mm-hmm. Like if you fall in love with the product, then you're really gonna want to push it. Your heart will be. So in I it. saw him as a very energetic, uh, like good-hearted guy. But we we actually did release it in Brisbane, mm-hmm. and it ended up there were some political problems because I guess in Australia, you know, we're actually really lucky to have freedom of speech and freedom of how sure. we like you know press i guess are the way that we show mm-hmm. display anything to do with our company they don't have that there okay so they I have wasn't they, aware that. they have laws in place and it might not be full like right. not like that but they have laws in place that say you can't entice any kind of drinking so you can't put like dollar drink special like that is very frowned upon because i guess they have problems with like 17 to 21 year olds doing cocaine and mm. weird stuff and i'm just like Oh, I just wanted them to, you know, right. have a, have a know where the cheap drinks are to hang out know, with their buddies. Like yeah. that's that's the main reason we made feast, and that was the, one of the first things I wrote down was we want to be something that's bringing people together f- just to experience more, get out of the house. Right. Um, and they were more. I think they're just worried that a bunch of little kids are going to be drinking. <laughs> that's pretty funny. That is funny. <laughs> Um, so then, what's I guess what's your next step then? So you're going to keep spending in Wichita and then yeah, moving so, so Australia. Else? We had to nip for now mm-hmm. until we figure out some legal way to do it correctly. Right. Um, which being in a different country, it's really hard to manage all that. So I said, you know, let's just pause it. Let's make sure we can make it work here, mm-hmm. um, especially in Wichita because we have such a diverse amount of food places here. So it's a really good testing ground. Uh, the goal. I've already reached out to Kansas City and Lawrence places. They already know about it. Mm-hmm. I want to start getting them on for free and just having yeah. seeing how the market reacts to those places is one of the big things. And and however the market reacts is what we do, right? right? So the market is a lot the market, of the entrepreneur. Yeah. yeah, you know, I mean, oh, yeah. a lot of the entrepreneur game is is finding the small things that works and then jumping on them right when it works. And those things right. can go away the next day. Yeah, and you might so. think you have the best strategy, but it's what the market wants. Exactly. So. So we, we've we've div- we've dove into a lot of things, and a lot of it hasn't worked, and some of them have worked, and now we're at a point where um, we capitalize on what's working. Cool. Pretty much. Very cool. Um, so you're doing this full time then? Yes. Your brother has another job, and he helps with the development, but you're yeah, you're so, running this full time. So I I do this full time. It's the hardest thing about the full time of this is. Um, you're dealing with people that own the business. It's not like a chain restaurant. Like we specifically go for family-ish owned mm-hmm. companies or franchises. We don't really reach out to chains. So you have to talk to that person directly. Right. They could be doing God knows what daily because they're so busy themselves mm-hmm. if you meet these people. But you have to find a way to find them and them to take you seriously. Yeah. You know, being a new thing, it's hard not to Not just some guy seriously. or yeah. some kid with an app. And- well, half the people think I'm from California. <laughs> And I'm like, no, I was born and raised here. I went to school here. They, but they hear, here's my driver's license. <laughs> yeah, they hear, they see four different app sponsored posts on Facebook, and I'm one of them. And they just think I'm another guy from California trying to get them to download an app. And I'm I like, mean, technology and Silicon Valley. I, yeah, I can get see where they're going. But, but yeah. I like the new Facebook changes because it's really um, they're getting rid of fake accounts, which is nice awesome, for yeah. small businesses. So advice to small businesses right now go on to facebook and put some money in because you're going to actually reach uh like quality people that's what we're doing and it's working like crazy right now awesome okay um so you said it's working like crazy i think i saw one article i was doing a little bit of research Mm -hmm. and 
October 2017-ish, maybe, exactly. you said that you had 500-ish users. Mm-hmm. Um, so has it blown up then since you're using some of Facebook or steady traction? So, so we just found, like I said, um, we never found a really good way to get downloads that didn't take a bunch of time or money. Mm-hmm. We just now found one. Okay. So we've gotten about 200 downloads in the last nine days. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, that's which cool. was insane. I just found... I put out an ad, and I wanted to see if it worked. I let it run for four days. It was working so well that I just kept putting money into it. And now it's... Feed the beast. And it's just people think it's very simple. It tells you the information you need, and they're like, this is awesome. So, um, yeah, that's that's pretty much where we're at right now. Um, We have about... I'd have to go look because of the, the quick adding of right. these people but it's over 2500 nice that's exciting um i'm pretty sure hopefully we're hitting the hockey stick and yeah just yeah well <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking it's it's been consistent daily now that it's just increasing so now people are telling their friends oh yeah now and it's, that's gonna say, it's just gonna grow exponentially yeah, word, word of mouth, mouth is the best yeah. way to it's it's the best especially for an app because there's a thousand apps made per day if right. you didn't know yeah there's a thousand there's and a we're lot. in the top 33 percent we're only in one city so it's really nice that's pretty awesome um, so the name Feast, uh, did you come up with that? Your family? That, okay. Yeah. Um, so at the time, oh my gosh, at the time, <laughs> at the time that I made the name, obviously we ran through like I was going to say, is five, there a trash bin it somewhere? Origi- with it originally was going to be called the specials board because, you know, the local places, they always have like a chalkboard yeah, yeah. that shows you the specials and they'll erase it. It's not bad. Not quite as catchy, day. but not bad. But it just seemed re- really weird for an app to have like the specials boards like the facebook they got right. rid of the, the so um simple so i just i honestly i looked up i thought we were dutch i thought my family was dutch <laughs> i always followed followed netherlands soccer i really liked all netherlands players and i remember my dad telling me we're dutch hansen is a is a dutch name and i started looking for just words that i thought were catchy and one word popped up and it was f-e-e-s-t and they actually pronounce it like feist. Oh, okay. But it's but I said, well, this is a play on words feast. It yeah. actually in Dutch means festival or to party. Perfect. Which is what we're going for. We yeah. want people to go have a good time. So it actually just fell in our lap. Turns out, like a month later, my brother got a DNA test, and we are European, but I don't think we're Dutch. <laughs> so that's really funny. Makes for a good story. I know. I'm like, shoot. I still sometimes tell people that it's because my family's Dutch, because I really wish we were Dutch, <laughs> deep down. That is pretty funny. I love Netherlands soccer. Um, so the business model, you, since yeah. you're running it full-time, do you just go ahead and reach out to individual companies one by one, or do they reach out to you? Yeah, I've had some reach out to me, mainly recently, but uh, most of the time I'm reaching out to them, and like I said, half my day is probably spent just trying to reach them. Sure. And getting, you know, you could email them, and I'm like, I already have his email. I got that last, like two right. days ago. I'm like, I just need to talk to him for two seconds. Like the meeting will take five minutes, but that's the hardest part. Um, with this new ad, getting people to download is pretty easy. So, right. and it's valuable. It's free. So. And the more people that download, the more restaurants will hear exactly. about it. Exactly. Right and and that's kind of the avenue we're going now. We switched gears, but if you ask business model, yes, I personally pretty much knock on your door nice. and say door to door hey this is what I, I here's my numbers here's what i can give you here's what we're all about is probably the main thing that people are interested mm-hmm. in like what are we actually trying to do we're not trying to get people drunk right we're not trying to just get people fat right <laughs> we're, we're trying to get you to have a good time instead of watching the same show on netflix five times in the same two weeks right you know? mm-hmm. which i've done and i'm perfectly fine with that. 
I watch Arrested Development a ton. I'm sorry I have to do it every now and then. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so how many restaurants are signed up so far? And I'm sure it's growing daily there's, or weekly, but... It's mainly weekly, and there's about 13 uh, currently on there. I'm hoping to... Gr- I, like I said, I think I told you earlier before this, we, we had, or I had like eight meetings that went really well. The main thing is people want to have time to decide what they want to put on it. So they obviously want to get that stuff together before mm-hmm. they give that information over to me and they pay that day. So it's like, it's a monthly charge. Sure. So it's like, you know, they want to get their stuff together to get the full value. Yeah, absolutely. But we, we were talking earlier about other avenues that people are using in Wichita and I was like, dude, if it's anything to do with coupons, it's not working. Right. Like if it's a coupon, if it, like, that was one of my dad's things when we built the app. Mm-hmm. He said, Luke, if you put a bring-in special with a piece of paper or something, he's like, I'll hit you. I don't want to bring yeah, anything. Yeah, it's not a, not a big return. <laughs> no, it's like maybe a show the feast app thing would be right. cool, but but if it's bringing in a piece of paper, it's not going to work. Gotcha. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, so what does your long game look like or feast long game? Are you, is your goal right now just to keep growing feast and see where that takes you? Yeah, so like I said, we, we reacted to the market super hard and reacting to the market also means like reacting to your customer market i guess you could mm-hmm. say so what what were the questions that customers what did i think they were going to ask what did i think their knowledge level was mm-hmm. versus what was actually happening and what was actually happening is they really just wanted views they want it to be a thing in their personal life before they get on mm-hmm. so those are the main two things and the way to solve those problems is just get more downloads get more people using it Mm -hmm. seeing a cool thing there's enough content on there that they're going to be satisfied for long enough that if we're getting one or two a week added on um especially now literally we've been doing the big push for nine days now so we don't have too much to show for it besides the massive amount of downloads Mm -hmm. like it's just a snowball effect yeah yeah so um, we just need one person to see it, you know, one person from TV or someone that can give me because we can't pay for radio. We did everything out of our pocket, and that's too right. expensive for us. But um, just just one person, the right person to see it is right. what we need to go to the next level, or we're just going to keep doing this ad that's working. Yeah. We'll take ourselves. And if it there. works, it works. We'll I our, mean, yeah, we just know the product is good. Mm-hmm. It's really good. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, so if somebody had an idea similar to fees let's mm-hmm. say somebody is thinking of one right now what would you recommend how would you have them get started or what would you say they should do i can say that every person in wichita that has an idea that's similar to feast has contacted me they've they've literally been like hey do you want to work on it like that happens right oh yeah and it's perfectly fine and some people try to steal the idea but then once they try to go with it for about a few days they realize how much work it actually yeah. is to build an app and how much time it takes and mm-hmm. they're like no, yeah. I don't want to do that. And and that's that respect to other people that can do that because it's really difficult. Like, I'm really thankful to have my brother there with me um, because his skill level was so high that right. we didn't have to pay tens of thousands of dollars. Yeah, it's really expensive, yeah. Um, people want him to make apps for them and stuff. And honestly, if we don't see value in the app, I don't even think about making it for them. But um, I think the generic question right there was, what are we gonna do from then on, or um, just recommendation for other people if they had oh, like, I, either way? I the last person that came to me, and they messaged me on Facebook and said, "Hey, I wanted to ask you a few questions about your app." I answer all questions, and I answer yeah. very honestly all the yeah, time. So you got back to me super quick. Yeah, and- I'm a blunt guy. I get back to people really fast because I believe like the app is about connecting people, 
that's exactly what I do in my life. And um, I give them advice and I say, well, do you have a lot of money? And if they're instantly like, no, I go, what you should do is possibly go to WSU. We're right next door to there doing mm-hmm. this thing, but um, go to WSU, go up to the, if they have computer science or something yep. like that, or go to KU, go up to the teacher who's maybe with the, the seniors and some of their last classes and be like, who's your best student? You know, because those people are most likely the people who have gotten through. Mm-hmm. They're hungry. They want to use their creativity. And they want to build something. Yeah. They want to build something. They want to use their knowledge that, honestly, people can get from, like, YouTube and stuff now. Right. But, like, they actually went through the process. So that's a really good person to see, hmm. um, in my opinion. I would definitely do that. I would go up, and we thought about doing that. Um, mm-hmm. For a little bit, but then Sam worked so well that we didn't have to. Didn't need to. But you can get an intern. Why don't? All you have to do is make them super excited about the idea, mm-hmm. and the idea obviously has to be good. Right. Like, you can't have a crap idea and expect a guy to want to work for free for it. Yeah, yeah. Right. Be like, you'll get X amount. I'll do the. This is why it worked out. I'll do the business side. You make the product, and that's how it works. Like, mm-hmm. you gotta see how you can make it happen. There's always a way to make it happen. Mm-hmm. Always a way. You just got to find the way. Sure. So people came to you guys and asked for you guys to make their yeah. app. That's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> if Sam had time, we could have we could have charged some some dollars. We had one guy from Vegas who asked who asked us to. Um, he had paid, I think, a hundred thousand dollars for some app that connect. I think it's like a connection app. It's uh-huh. it's not like Tinder or anything. But right. It's like a. Oh, it was a. You can reserve a tape like a like a table at a club Mm. it was one of those and they would work with certain companies and do that um he asked us to look over it because they third-partied it out which i highly suggest no one to do Mm -hmm. don't third-party it out be active in the app that you want made um they third-partied it out the guy finished exactly what they wanted that's what he's going to do whatever you write up he will do it he didn't fix any of the bugs that were in it so yeah. right when we put out a 1.0, we had to put out a 1.1. Right. Immediately after you noticed something. Yeah. Yeah. Two weeks later. Yeah. Two weeks later, we put out a 1.1. Now we're at 2.0, 2.0.1, which is hilarious. But, yeah. Um, and we have another one that's going to come out, just a bug fix. That's, you, you just got to do that Right. Stuff. Continually uh, keep The person didn't want to do it. He came to us trying to get us to just look over it fix it Mm -hmm. and he was going to pay us dollars but you know like i said sam has a really safe good job up in uh, kansas city and he he, you know you just can't when you have a family you can't risk absolutely everything he's already risking some stuff by you know spending his nights a lot of time this so he's like i can't risk more like that's just it just doesn't make sense yeah that makes sense and i'm not sure if you said or not but how long did it take from idea to 1.0 I had a version on my phone. There's an app called Test Flight. So mm-hmm. if you make an app, I mean, maybe you have it. Um, mm-hmm. You put it on Test Flight. That's how people test out their apps, and I can have other people test it out. I think it was eight months. I want to okay. say eight months from me drawing on the bo- on that right. art pad mm-hmm. to me having it on my phone was eight months. I think we released two months after that. That's because awesome. Because we got confident to put it. Right. Fix some bugs. and Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. All right, so we're going to switch gears a little bit. Um, these are just kind of some general questions that I've 
picked up from other podcasts and whatnot. So um, what does your morning routine look like or how did you go about developing that routine if you have one? I actually do. Um, it has nothing to do with work, honestly. I mean, it, it has nothing to do with work and everything to do with my mindset for the day now. Yeah. And I really recently changed this because of a few books I've been reading sure. and things like that. But um, So right now I wake up in the morning. I sleep now with my phone downstairs and I have an alarm clock mm-hmm. um, because my phone buzzes I actually turn off notifications on a lot of my apps because my phone on Facebook obviously buzzes constantly. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, So I leave my phone downstairs. I wake up. Usually I turn off my alarm and I'll do the classic like lay there for five or ten minutes and just chill. Mm -hmm. Um, But I will get up, kind of think about my day. I actually go through a little thought process like what I want to get done today. And then that usually takes literally two minutes. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, well, even if I don't know what I'm going to get done today, I can at least take a shower. Sure. So I take a shower, I get ready for the day, and and I put on some nice clothes because I feel like that's really important in setting your mind. Like, yeah. And I even stopped wearing just this because I felt like it was too casual in the Mm -hmm. last few weeks. I really want to be professional. And so um, I'll get dressed. I don't brush my teeth. I actually go downstairs, and I usually... I, I haven't done this in a couple of days, but I need to get back to it. Um, I eat two eggs and a glass of water. Okay. So it's just two eggs. Um, I like mine real yolky and stuff. So <laughs> I, I make two eggs because I'm like... Instantly, I want to wake up and be like, I can do something right. I know I can make two eggs. Right. Okay. So I'm setting yeah, myself good up. Good start to the day. Yeah, I'm setting my morning up like I won. I'm like, yeah. I won. Suck it. Success eggs. Like, right, off, know, right off the bat. It's really fun. It's funny how I, I do that. I feel like it's little games I play with myself, but that's what I do. And then I go upstairs, I brush my teeth, and then that's when I grab my cell phone. Usually. Okay. Sure. Yeah. That's awesome. So it takes a, a little bit of time, but the reason I do that, or sometimes I sometimes I change it and mm-hmm. I won't shower, but I'll work out and then come home and shower. Right. So it depends on what I already have planned. Um, but mainly that's that's the main that's part cool. of my day is just two eggs. Is that eggs. all right? Everybody, two eggs. Remember that two eggs. Um, so, are you an early riser, or do you sleep oh, in I, a little I, bit? Or? I don't know. I know I'm a I'm a night owl for yeah. sure. Like I still, I'll I guess try a lot to, of app developers. I, or, yeah, I try to go to bed at like nine p.m. Sometimes it just I'll just lay there. Yeah, or something. So that's why I started reading more books because at least from I think at usually any time between 10 to 11, I'll start reading my book mm-hmm. so that by midnight I can fall asleep. Sure. I'm a video gamer, man, yeah. and stuff like that. <laughs> so sometimes... The screens. My brother is too. Like my bro- We grew up with that stuff, and it was a great way for us to bond. But if you ever game, you're setting yourself up to be a night owl till like 3 a.m. Yeah. A lot. Oh, yeah. yeah. But yeah, so we go to bed. I go to bed now. I try to go to bed at an earlier time. Mm-hmm. I struggle to wake up, and I think that's why... I had to do what you said, like have my little morning routine. Right. Yeah, you're taking the yeah. right steps. Um, what is something you often recommend to people? It could be a book, movie, show, music, musician. I, I'm a huge um, learner from YouTube, and I recently started doing books. Two, two of my favorite books that I highly suggest people should read are, um, if you're a, I like to read books that I can actually learn from. Mm-hmm. I don't like to read Harry Potter. I really don't. I don't think I can learn much from it. Sure. I'm like, oh, I can learn some emotional stuff maybe about myself. I'm like, eh. yeah. um, I'd rather. So I read. I read a book. Um, shoot, what is it? Good to Great. Okay. Good, to, good to Great is very good. It's about um, how it's about the top. Like I think it's like top twenty companies that 
really were the top. Like they went from like, oh, we're doing good, but all the other companies that stayed on a steady rise, they went boom like right. this. So it talks about companies that really capitalized on websites when they first came out. Right. It's a really cool book. It'll talk about different companies. If you have a very business mind, it's very good. And then the other book I read was actually, I'm still reading it, 12 Rules of Life by Jordan Peterson. Oh, yeah, yeah. I actually really like that book. Some people take it and they read it, and I think a lot of the YouTube I've seen about it, some people get offended by it for some reason. Yeah, he's a little controversial I, for I think, reasons that... Yeah, yeah, I know why he is, and yeah. we don't need to get into that, yeah. but he, the, what he's trying to do is is the advice that I, have all, I actually took in at Newman, which I think is you're in control of what you do, yep. and, and don't really try to mess with things you're not in control of until you're ready, until you're actually self-sustaining. Don't go out and try to, well, he says, like, change the world and change right. stuff. And I'm, he's like, if you can't make your bed in the morning, then right. probably don't go try to solve communism. You know, yeah, like yeah, these, yeah. these sure. big topics. Um, people need to read that book and actually think about how it can help and don't think about getting offended. Sure. Like, I think that's the big thing. Because I see it as what makes sense here. He makes a lot of connections to, like, God and stuff. Mm-hmm. But all he's doing really is telling a story. He's not telling right. people God, like he's using the stories from the Bible because those are the yeah. oldest stories, and we can still learn from them. Not even in a Christian way, just how to be a human being. Right, like is is really cool to me. So yeah, I've listened to a lot of his yeah. interviews, and my brother's read one or read has read that book, and he yeah. said it's one of his favorite books. Oh, it's highly recommended. It's, a, it's amazing. It's it's just it literally is just you are in control of yourself like if someone comes up to you and is being a jerk you are in control of that if you get angry like this isn't something i got from that book but the anger thing i always played soccer with a lot of anger Mm -hmm. all the time i'd get so mad but i would control it and put it into the game and that was one of the reasons i was a good player i think because i played with intensity but i was able to control it right my soccer coach there actually said do your job or stay you are in control of yourself which even came down to your emotions if you're sad you can still choose to wake up do your morning routine eat right. your two eggs and have a try to have a productive day right do something right and then treat yourself to a nice lunch yeah like that's that's really what i believe that's awesome I think, yeah I, I really think people are in way more control than they think yeah and I'll definitely include all of these links to these books and everything in the show yeah. notes and everything. To They're share great. This, and, so. if, and, and there's actually some YouTube videos that if they read the Jordan Peterson, he just gives like little one and two minute explanations of the rule. Mm-hmm. It's great. It's actually I've, really I've watched. I haven't read the book yet, but I've seen the, all I, the rules. I like to and, read the rule, watch the video, and then think about it for like just a couple minutes. Yeah. And if you haven't heard Jordan Peterson speak, you might not agree with everything he says, but he's a fantastic speaker. And Yeah, he, he's like... he's. I really like people that have a super common sense, relatable, like you can be, like if you sat down with complete unbiased and heard him talk, you'd be like, that makes sense. Right. Like I really He's enjoy a very that. reasonable guy. Yeah, yeah. I enjoy that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what's a favorite failure? Um, any aspect of life? It could be soccer, sports, um, school, work. Well, so I technically, I didn't fail out of KU, but I remember... I had a low I had a low enough GPA that I was almost embarrassed to come back. Sure. And I part of me now kind of wishes like I went back and I proved that I could do it, but part of me I felt like was dealing with failure in that sense and using that to 
make the right decision and do what was best for myself. And right. it turned out pretty well. Yeah. So I think I, I went the right avenue. I think that failure itself, you can learn from pretty much anything, but it's important to remember what you need to do differently but don't sulk and sit on it forever. Mm-hmm. Like that's what I was doing when I went to the job interviews and I couldn't go back to soccer. Right? I right. sulked, I sat on it for two months and then this fell in my lap and I have to thank God and my dad for that. Thank yeah. God. My, thank God. My dad went out drinking one night. Like that's, that's, <laughs> what, that's just so funny to me. Um, so yeah, I think definitely, definitely the transition yeah. from failing school at KU pretty much failing mm-hmm. to, being mature enough to see that and make a change. Absolutely. Uh, what is your definition of success? Oof. That's a tough I, one. That's <laughs> like that's vague, but um, whatever that means to you. I see. I think it varies from person to person. There's yeah. there's plenty of people that can be happy. Um, I don't want to say this as a bad thing, but this is what popped in my head: like being a trash man. Yeah, like, a lot of people Absolutely. Do, like it's a respectable job. They get paid a decent wage, and maybe that's enough. Doing to a service that's necessary. Yeah, and maybe that's enough to make them happy. And I think that success actually comes down to different areas. If someone is unsuccessful in the business world, maybe because they're lacking the right skills, mm-hmm. but they are a really, really good husband. I think that is something that people will really respect. I don't think when you meet someone, you should treat them a hundred percent with respect. That makes no sense to me. It's like if someone walks up to me and I don't know if they're – if you're being honest, you're not – you shouldn't treat them with respect right away. They should say hi to you and introduce themselves. Mm-hmm. Then they earn a little bit of respect and that kind of thing. Um, people that do that but can take that into their business, take that into their family life, I definitely think that would be successful. Yeah. If you fail at – if I failed at Feast but I had a – like maybe I have a kid along the way and that kid grows up to be just a decent human being. I mm-hmm. think that's successful. That's I awesome. really do. Um, what's a life motto you live by or what's some of the best advice you've received? I really think the best advice you, you can ever have is you're in control. I really do. I think that you being in control is one of the biggest things to think about. Yeah. I think... If you stop blaming other people for your problems and see what you did, then the, the, the situation can be terrible. It can be awful. But if you still look at it and be like, what could I have done differently here? Yeah. Like there, I think there's a, there's a weird article or something of a guy who gets like put in jail in Russia, and he still thinks about what he did to get there. And he ends up coming to this level in his brain that he's, he ends up being happy when he dies. Hmm. And it's just like, that's pretty insane to me. That is, yeah. Like, he just gets put in jail for no reason, right. and he still thinks about what he could have done differently. Wow. Yeah. That's a level of intelligence that I don't think I'll ever <laughs> yeah, reach, pretty... or, or mindfulness that right. I won't reach. Um, so what's your favorite part of Wichita, or a hidden gem, maybe a restaurant, or just ooh, any part of Wichita? Ooh, this is easy. Um, if you haven't heard of Gaga's Grub, have okay. you heard of that? I've heard of it, I have not had it. So he, it's this, honestly, it's this short guy, we... So this, this random account called Gaga's Grub messaged me. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he said, hey, I do these dinners for five or, it might be five or six people. It's a secluded dinner. It costs X amount, but I'm going to do it for you for free if you just post it on social media and all mm-hmm. this. What he does is he, you can 
it's like $50 a plate, like a seat. Mm-hmm. And he, you can bring your own beer, bring your own whatever. Okay. He has a fridge there for you. It's really funny. And you'll sit at like an old style diner. And what he does is he'll come out, introduce himself. He'll cook for you. And he cooks you about, I think it's 10 to 15 courses. Wow. The stuff will range from like, he does tacos really well. Mm-hmm. So maybe one's tacos. But literally one was like a pho spoon, you know, like mm-hmm. the soup mm-hmm. spoon. It was like that with a like liquid spicy thing that he had put in it like a like Mm -hmm. a yogurt almost and a white chocolate uh like hershey or something on top and that was one of the courses it's like an experience yeah yeah, it's it's completely different than you will ever experience i never would have known it would exist unless you reached out to me and he just grew to a new location so i would highly suggest following gaga's grub okay and if you have a big family event an anniversary or something it's really fun cool that's awesome is there anything you wish Wichita had that it doesn't or something that you would improve about Wichita? I think mm, the only thing I would improve about Wichita is it does get a little clicky. Mm-hmm. It does seem like people separate and I would rather people be brought together. Like even with these groups that have the community involvement ego or mindset or whatever, they still sometimes end up, you know, uh, secluding themselves right like that would be a big thing i think in the entrepreneur world it's it's hard to start something new here mm-hmm. people accept it but they don't want to actually like go all in on it right away right which makes sense like that's mm-hmm. smart but um maybe that ends up being a good thing but and i'm just seeing it poorly because places like you said silicon valley and yeah all these places they get money pumped in there and stuff right. fail, fails all the time so if I would change anything, I would just hope that if I was if I was to grow this big enough in Wichita that people would really accept it and use yep. it and um, use it for the right reasons, not to just get drunk, like to right. invite your brother out for a drink or yeah, definitely. you know someone you who's going, to go someone now. who's going through something. Be like, uh, you know, that friend that's just sitting in the house who's like depressed for whatever reason, and they're just sitting in the house going, oh, I think I'm just going to watch Netflix. You as a good friend should know that's probably not the best thing for them. Like, hey, which one of these specials do you yeah. want to hit up? Well, we could we could go have you know half price tacos. Let's get you a good meal from a local business sure. and, and support, support our neighbor. Support local, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, what does Wichita mean to you? I think it's always going to be home for sure. That's cliche and yeah. easy, but it's it's just it's really comfortable to. So when I went to Pennsylvania mm-hmm. and I broke my shoulder, I had driven up there. So I had to drive 19 hours back, like, the, you know, yeah. like, oh, yeah. obviously they can't strapped see, up. but, you strapped know, strapped up, yeah. with my hand. And, uh, and I don't think people understand if you, I'm sure people have gone through this, obviously, like this is super obvious, but going through something that was like heart wrenching for me, like going from almost being pretty much a captain of a semi-pro team to like a week later being driving myself home in pain mm-hmm. for 19 hours like sleeping in my car in between uh, like in states and stuff like that I don't think you understand the relief when I showed up to my brother's house right. in Kansas City mm-hmm. but he's from Wichita right. oh, yeah. and then so just that like I remember Sam stayed up till I got in at like 4 a 3 a.m. He stayed up. He talked to me. He asked how everything was. I got to see my niece, and she was playing with me at 3 a.m. <laughs> or no, that was in the morning, but still. She, yeah. I got to see my niece. 
And I just remember when he went upstairs and went to bed and it was 3.30 in the morning, I just laid back and I, I am not a super emotional dude, but mm-hmm. in that moment I could feel my like heart drop into my stomach and be like so much appreciation and gratitude in that like one second. Oh yeah. And like I can feel it now because like just remembering and I think people need to have more moments like that where you actually see and I think Wichita creates some of those moments for me. That's awesome, man. Um, so where can people find you? Social media uh, or <laughs> I think if you just type Lucas Scott H on, on Instagram I should pop up. But I think it's Lucas underscore Scott underscore. Okay, H. and I'll link it too so but, if people want to find you that's, or the that's my personal yeah. one whatever I, I do some like weird modeling stuff every once in a while but if so if you want to see that really um but i like interacting with people so people that i try to say funny things mm-hmm. uh, even if it's like a serious model pose i still try to put a joke in there sure um but feast is a big one it's uh i'm pretty sure it's feast underscore mobile and that's f-e-e-s-t um it, pretty much you're gonna just see some local food and drinks and see our journey you know throughout the whole thing awesome um, we stay away from live video, but you'll get to see, you know, some pictures of good mm-hmm. food and drinks, and we'll convince you to go there. That's cool. Much we'll do. Um, any final comments or statements to the listeners out there? No, I think I think you honestly covered a lot. You did a good job, and uh, I hope that people do realize that you don't need to have a lot of money to do something. Mm-hmm. You just need to actually reach out and find the right people and have a good product. Yep. You have to have a good product. Yeah, that's all. If yeah. you can't convince the guy to build your product just because the product is good, then your your product's probably not very good. Yeah. So. All right, man. Well, thanks for sitting down. I appreciate it. Nice to finally meet you. And yeah. we'll share the word about fees. Hopefully it grows. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Thank you to everyone who stuck it out and listened to this episode of the Wichita Live podcast. Thanks to the local Wichita band, The Caves, for use of their song. And thank you to Fairmount Coffee for allowing us to record at your facility. You can find links to everything we discussed in the show notes at wichitalifeict.com. If you have any comments or recommendations for our podcast, feel free to contact us at wichitalifeict at gmail.com. Thanks again for listening. Until next time, hasta luego.